Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I like that the Ag Up Equipment text line is uh, active so early, especially after I missed the first segment. Good morning. Welcome in. Out of Bounds, 105.9 The Zone, ESPN. Hope you're doing well. Thanks for making us your sports and entertainment show of choice in the great state of Mississippi. Thanks for streaming the show on your phone or your laptop, or your tablet on thezone1059.com or the Out of Bounds radio app. We're getting closer and closer to football season. I'm loving it. You're loving it. I love how serious the NFL uh, media is when they when they you know show us a clip of a play where guys aren't in full pads, but uh, they want us to be in all of it on Twitter. At least they allowed their media to go to practice. What is it about college football that they, they closed down practice? All the SEC coaches, everybody else. What, what, what's the deal there? It, it's like, it's like cloaked in secrecy. Yeah. Very seclusive. I cannot, I cannot let you see us run this jet sweep <laughs> or I would have to take you out to the river. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I just, it's uh, it's kind of crazy. But the NFL, I mean, there's fans out there, media out there. See the whole thing. It's, uh, it's wild. What are your thoughts on that? The fact that we can go to any NFL practice and it's open to the media, but college football is not. I'd like to hear from you. I don't know how many ag up equipments I passed on the way up 49, but it had to be three, right? Ag up equipment in Hattiesburg, right there on 49. Ag up equipment in McGee and ag up equipment in Mendenhall. I mean, I saw John Deere tractors everywhere. The Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105 down the zone. This show is cloaked in secrecy. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It's very mm, CIA-ish, I think. A lot of espionage going on. Okay. But anyway, uh, the SEC Insider Hit this morning is brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's going to be Blue, the official health care provider of the Out of Bounds Show. Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. Hey, it's National Sandwich Month. I love a sandwich. You know, I went home yesterday. I drove to Hattiesburg and I made a boar's head sandwich. It was delicious. I told you about this multi-grain bread that Wendy's found that's actually like real. Most of that stuff's garbage. And um, so here's what I did. I did some boar's head. Obviously, I got 
two pieces of this multigrain bread. I got some boar's head turkey and a piece of boar's head cheese and some sauerkraut. And then my spices or whatever for, for my health, I think, were a combination of uh, turmeric and, and uh, black pepper. Boom. Ooh. Before I left. Wow, the turmeric on the sandwich. That's different. Turmeric. Turmeric. I might be saying it wrong, too. So No, no, no. <laughs> I, I've heard it both ways. I like the way you said it. Um, yeah, so you, evidently you have to combo it to get everything that it can give your body with black pepper. Mm. Okay. So I've been doing that for, for a few months now. And then the sauerkraut was excellent. No. Oh, oh, by the way, I put the... I put it in the oven, but not with the sauerkraut because I want the cold and the hot. Okay. So I put the bread, the turkey, and the cheese on brawl in the oven. Okay? Right. I got to get a little toasty thing going here. Of course. I like sandwiches toasted. Oh, come on. Yeah. Okay? By all means. I don't understand when people... Yeah, I don't get it. And then I put the sauerkraut on there. Ooh. Yeah. Evidently, it's good for you, too. I'm just going by either the Google or the Twitter. I can't remember which one. So, there. yeah, I, I don't know it's if I'm the, a. It's the science. I don't know if I'm a sauerkraut guy. I've never had like, you know, like a I taste. was not. Um, you know, I'm not a big hot dog guy, and yeah. and he wasn't even as a kid. Okay, and but when I read this, I, you know, I've had a little bit of it over the years. But when I read it, I thought, you know what? I'm going to start putting sauerkraut on my sandwiches at home. It was delicious. So National Sandwich Month, you know, I'm thinking Rubens, Cubans, you know, amazing. Oh, gosh. Is a French dip a sandwich? Of or is course. It a po- okay. Yeah, of course. I think so, too. Uh, there's nothing like a really, really, really good roast beef sandwich from a local dive, I think. Um, the Cubans that... Oh, Josh Ard sent me a, a picture. It's funny. Yesterday, uh, Steve's Deli downtown, where I stopped in about a like two months ago. I'd never, if I'd been, I don't remember. Um, he said it was the best Cuban in the area, and I went by and got it. I pulled over on the side of the road, by the way, after I got it. Okay, because I got to go and ate half of it. That's how damn good it was. Wow. So he sent me another picture. He was down there yesterday um, with the having a little Cuban fest with uh, Steve's Deli. I think it's on Congress Street. Have you ever been to Congress Street? I do not believe I have. I've been on Congress Street a lot in downtown Jackson over the course of my life. Um, but I don't know. I, you know, I, I was a runner for a law firm um, my sophomore year in college. Right. Okay. Downtown. And that's where you find... Like, I thought I knew growing up in Bellhaven all about downtown. Yeah. Okay, but then when you're a runner for a law firm, you, you, you know, you find out all the places. Because what do you do as a runner? You go get lunch for everybody, right? Oh, okay. I mean, that's one of the things that you're supposed to do, which was great because it's easy and it gave me, you know, I don't like being in an office or just sitting around. And so I could walk around Jackson. Sometimes I guess I would drive. I don't, not that much though, but you could walk and get 
lunch and it got me out of the office and you're kind of a hero when you bring food back. I think that's why it works in the pharmaceutical industry, you know, because they're always taking people lunch. Right. Okay. You know, and people, that's why you, that's how you get business. Maybe, I don't know, but I mean, people do like it when you bring them food. Oh yeah. So that's what I did as a runner in a law firm. Especially yeah. if it's And not... I talked to the secretaries. I was single. Oh, yeah. Come on. I mean, why not? I mean, you're what? 20 years old? Yeah, I was 20. Yeah. So. Downtown Jackson. Downtown Jackson. It was still buzzing then. Okay. You know, in 1994. So, maybe not so much today. I hope it comes back. I'm pro all that. But uh, were you ever a runner for a law firm? I was not. No. Easiest job in the easiest job in the world so was it just lunch or was it documents or like oh yeah sometimes i'd have to make making copies but sometimes (laughs) i would make copies of something and like run them over to another law firm or maybe to a judge or something but you didn't like serve people or anything Uh, because that i could hurt that's a good question jason i don't remember if i did I've heard that gets sticky, which yeah, sounds exhilarating. These were more corporate, I think, okay. attorneys. Yeah. Not that they couldn't serve people, but anyway. Um it was it was a it was a good time though. Easy money. I, I laughed that they paid me. <laughs> I mean, I was like, this is such a you know, because I'd already all of us have jobs that are crappy jobs growing up. You oh, know? Yeah. And and a lot and a lot of times, at least once or twice, maybe several times over the course of growing up, you land on a on a manual labor job. Right. Okay. Of course. You know, I'd already like uh, demolished the inside of a house, um, you know, in high school because um, my aunt and uncle were gutting it. You know, that that type work. Is, yeah, yeah. I mean, it feels good, but that's not something I want to do for like months or years. Not at all. Okay. <laughs> and uh, the law firm thing was, I, I mean, it was too easy. It was great though. Yeah. yeah. That's the best kind of job while you're in college. Like when I was in college, I was a houseboy at a sorority house. Yeah. And I mean, that's the. There's probably not anything to that. No. I mean, you just set food out, you hang out, and then when it's empty, you refill it. Yeah. And you're, you get paid and you're at a sorority house and you're just hanging out. And there's good looking girls. Yeah. I mean. I mean, okay. It's just. Twist my arm. Yeah. (laughs) Weekend money, you know, bar money for the weekend, that sort of thing. Can't really can't beat it. So those are the best kind of college jobs for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I got on that, but um, we do want to talk some hardcore sports this morning. So we are the Out of Bounds. Oh, I went from National Sandwich Month. Oh, Steve's on con. Let's tie it all together. National Sandwich Month. I made a Boar's Head sandwich before going to Hattiesburg. And, and then Steve's on Congress has a great Cuban. And then that took me to the fact that I was a runner for a law firm downtown. And that that's amazing radio. Yeah. We'll have to carve that out. Bo's story on the podcast. Bo's story of being a runner at a law firm downtown, Jackson, in the 90s. All right. Um, and for the most part, the attorneys were not. There were a couple that took themselves, imagine this, way too seriously. And then there were some in the firm that were just an absolute joy to be around oh serious attorneys yeah that sounds different yeah i don't know yeah i mean i'm talking about like 
the world, the sun couldn't come up if we weren't practicing law today. Okay. And then you had some in there that were just super, super guys, you know? And, uh, and all the, all the secretaries and paralegals loved me. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone is brought to you by RPT and Rick's Pro Truck. Three locations, baby. Gluckstadt, RPT. Flowood, RPT. And uh, how about RPT Commercial in Pearl? Rick'sProTruck.com. SUVs, trucks, Jeeps, accessorized, bumper to bumper. Don't forget about the commercial fleet business powered by RPT Commercial in Pearl. Um, All right. So yesterday, my Twitter feed got a little crazy on this, how many wins Mississippi State will have this year. And this is after Jason had said that Michael Trigg is the next Evan Ingram. Whoa. All right. And so, and then after Jason said that, I asked Ole Miss insider Jake Thompson, (laughs) who's going to (laughs) start? He went with the other guy. No. Uh, he actually he fell into what I was saying. I said they they want to use him more as like a wide receiver. They tried to they want to use him like Evan Ingram, a more of a receiver player. And then he said he's going to do more of a stand up outside. Bro, That's what bro, he said. Take the L. Whoa, take whoa. the L. There's no L to be had. Take here. the L, Jake. T- I was like Jake. I mean, I tried to tee you up and allow him to to tell me that you know Michael Trigg was going to be the next. Um, Oh, I don't know. Travis Kelsey or, 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 uh, who's the dude that I love that played, uh, Gonzalez. What's his name? Tony, Tony Gonzalez. Yeah. 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 He played for the chiefs and the Falcons. Yes. Yeah. He may have played for another team, but that was kind of before, you know, now we've got these guys who are just, uh, just ridiculous. How athletic, how good tight ends are today. And, and actually the way they're, they're used by coaches who can actually, you know, think outside the box a little bit. But um, so the seven wins thing somehow got on my time. I can't remember how because I was traveling and I had a dinner last night. And I can't follow all these crazy people that take crazy pills on Twitter. But it's fun to see the debate because their passion bucket's full and football's around the corner where, you know, Labor Day through the second week of February is going to be amazing. Uh, all the good games, college, NFL, even high school are going to be a ton of fun. I, I've got Mississippi State, you know, right around. I mean, they may not win seven, but I've got them at seven and five would be a magnificent year for Zach Arnett. And and that that at South Carolina game is so pivotal. It's, uh, see, uh, Ole Miss gets a game relatively early at home where they'll be the favorite against Arkansas. Uh, a team that they out-recruit. Mississippi State doesn't pull a conference game at home against a team that they out-recruit until November 4th. That's just... Mm. So when you hear people go, it's a great schedule, that's somebody who doesn't get it. I don't know of any other way to put it. It's not a great schedule. Just because it... Just because it's eight home games. Now, does eight home games fun for you? As a fit, absolutely. You get to go to Startville a lot and, you know, catch a bunch of games. But um, but it's not a great schedule because of what I just said. Like, Ole Miss pulls Arkansas. 
October 7th. I mean, that's after taking L's to Alabama and LSU, okay? But at least you get a home game against a team. What do you want in this on your schedule when you're in the SEC? You want home games against teams you what? Out-recruit. Simple. That gives you the advantage. Ole Miss has the advantage on October 7th against Arkansas. They'll be favored. By what? Three and a half? Four? Five? I don't know. Something, something somewhere in there. Mississippi State will be favored against Kentucky. By how many? I don't know. Three? Four? Six? Who knows by then? November 4th. But when you look at their schedule, um, they will not have... Jason, they will not draw a team that they out-recruit and at home until November 4th. LSU out-recruits them. At South Carolina, out-recruits them. Bama out-recruits them. At Arkansas is kind of a push, Jason, for Mississippi State. Um, You both kind of are in the mid-20s as a recruiter. Um, It's in Fayetteville. You're capable of winning there. Yeah, you may give Arkansas a slight, the slight edge, but if you're a Mississippi State fan and you probably, and you should wear maroon and white colored glasses, you probably give your team, a, even though that doesn't quite make sense, a slight edge. Who do you give the edge in that game? Mississippi State at Arkansas. Although Arkansas did lose two A coordinators and did not replace them with A coordinators. Barry Odom is now the head coach for the UNLV Rebels or whatever they call themselves now. Uh, but he's out in Las Vegas. He was considered an A coordinator, one of the best in the country. And Kendall Browles, where is he now? TCU, offensive coordinator. Because where did TCU's offensive coordinator go after they played the national championship? Or did they really play in that game? Anyway, <laughs> um, Garrett Raleigh, Lincoln Raleigh's younger brother, is where? Clemson, they did a little switcheroo. So, Arkansas Arkansas lost two A coordinators. If it was ever a good time to beat the Razorbacks for Ole Miss and Mississippi State, it's this year with them having two new coordinators. Now, guess who else has two new coordinators? Mississippi State. Now, granted, Zach Arnett was the defensive coordinator for three years, and he'll be right there with Matt Brock. So, that's a little not quite the same. Right. You know? I mean, Mississippi State's defense, like to a, a running quarterback or just a running offense in general, I like that. I like that matchup for Mississippi State, honestly. Against Arkansas? Against Arkansas. I yeah. do too. I do too. I, I think that is their. Um, actually, I wonder if they have a better chance to win at Arkansas than they do at South Carolina. Mm. Or is it just so. That's really, 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 really close, right? Arkansas. Arkansas is basically a push as far as recruiting. Um, but they lost their two A coordinators. Boy, that's a that's a nice advantage for Mississippi State on the road. If you're ever going to get one in the league. At South Carolina? Mm, you know, they, they recruit around, they're a composite recruiter around 20. So it's not that big of a, difference it's about five six spots how about that um 
Yeah. Hey, just at Arkansas, at Auburn, at A&M, when you had them at home last year, what'd you do? They took advantage of it, right? They took advantage of having, and they were all down, and that's okay. Take advantage of the window of opportunity. You beat the Aggies, the Razorbacks, and the Tigers at home last year. As far as Ole Miss, Arkansas is a must win. You get Vandy at home, Jason. Thank goodness. Yeah, I mean, y'all, again, you've been given the gift of all SEC scheduling gifts the last 30 years. No no team has has been able to, in the SEC West, has pulled a better schedule. Y'all have pulled Vanderbilt 31 times since, you know, and, and, and it's, Vanderbilt is the worst team by a thousand miles than the next to the last team, whoever you want to claim that is in the, uh, I know it kind of varies, right? But one thing we do know, Vandy's always the worst. Were you just ecstatic when you found out about the schedule changes about Ole Miss not getting to play Vandy? Absolutely. Every year I knew it. <laughs> I mean, you've been given the gift of all scheduling gifts, you know? And, and so it's just going to, it's going to be a, it's going to be a new day. Big time. Um, now you'll get them. I don't know what we're going to stay with the one plus seven or the three plus six schedule model, but either way, you'll get them what? Every other year? That's a big deal, though, Jason. Let's take 20 years. Instead of playing them 20 times, you play them 10 times. Think about that. Instead of playing the worst team in the league, but think about all the teams in the East, too. You, 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 Ole Miss, and all the teams in the East don't get Vanderbilt every year. Well, sorry, they'll have one permanent. Yeah. Or they'll have, they'll be on the three permanent, rotate six, right? But Ole Miss won't even land them if we go three plus six. So, you know, this is it. This is the last year of, and you don't play them next year. True. First time in, well, I don't know how long, because you were playing them even before 1992 and we went to the East and West divisions uh, when we added South Carolina and Arkansas. Because when I was growing up, Ole Miss was playing the mighty um, Vanderbilt Commodores. Now, give you credit, it, it punched your ticket to bowl, bowl games several times over the years. I mean, it was, it was a gift, without a doubt. Um, I mean, you could argue it's the reason, you know, you've got another, what, four to six bowl games over the last 30-plus years because of adding that. At one time, going six and five was the deal, Jason, when we played in 11 games. Then it was six and six um, once we went to, to 12. So, all right. Good morning. Welcome in. That was Hardcore Sports for you uh, on the Out of Bounds show. I hope you thoroughly enjoyed the fact that I was a runner for a law firm downtown. And, uh, you know, I think probably one of the top, I don't know, two, three runners in the history of Jackson, Mississippi law firms. We should vote on that on the Ag Up Equipment text line. Let me know. 601-885-3776. Also, uh, Guy Fietti is on the cover of Cigar Aficionado. And uh, 
I read the article Sunday morning while smoking a cigar, and it is fantastic. His story is amazing. I mean, he's worth over $100 million now and came out of nowhere. Uh, we got Mike Detillier at 8.30 and Tom Luganbill at 9.30 on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. 